you're listening to episode 83 of Alexa in Canada, The Voice Experience. She's got, She's skills. got skills. My name's Terry Fisher, and here's the deal. Voice technology is changing so fast, and I'm trying my best to keep up with it. I'm here to learn everything I can about Alexa, so you and I can figure her out, and so we can make our lives more organized, relaxed, stress-free, and even have some fun. Let's learn some skills. Hello, and welcome to this episode of ALEXA in Canada. So excited to have you with me because we are talking about one of my favorite topics, flash briefings, with an incredible guest who has an incredible flash briefing of her own. Before we get to that, I want to tell you that today's episode is brought to you by Flash Briefing Formula, which is the complete, comprehensive, online course that tells you everything that you need to know to set up your very own flash briefing. Everything from what is your what are you going to talk about to how are you going to set it up to how are you going to promote it. I cover it all. So you just go to flashbriefingformula.com and you can grab that course for free. flashbriefingformula.com. All right. So let's get to today's guest. I am really excited to introduce you to Suze Cooper. And she is somebody that I've got to know through Twitter really because she's doing such incredible work in the voice first space with her flash briefing social days. This is one of those really high production flash briefings that I'm proud actually to have as part of the briefcast.fm network because it is so good. And in this discussion, Susan and I talk about how she got started, why is she interested in voice, why is she interested in flash briefings, and how she set that all up. And her background is just perfect for flash briefings. So uh, let's get right into the interview. Without any further ado, I want to introduce you to Suze Cooper. Hey there, Suze. It's a real pleasure to have you on the podcast. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me, Terry. It's just so brilliant to be on the podcast. I almost can't believe it. I've, I've been listening to this podcast for, for ages and ages. One of the first ones that I came across when I found out about Voice First. And uh, yeah, I'm pretty amazed that you're interviewing me now. So thank you. <laughs> well, it says a lot for what you're doing in the space. I think you're doing some incredible things. So I'm excited to talk about that. Uh, but thank, thanks for those kind words. Let's start off. Let's, let's share with the listeners a little bit about your background. So maybe I'll get you to introduce yourself and tell us who you are. Hi there. Yeah, so I'm Suze Cooper and I live in Kent in the UK with my family. Um, My background is in journalism. So I'm actually a fully trained journalist. I started out on the local newspaper, um, the Medway News, and uh, then very, very quickly realised that I had a passion and a love for audio. So I moved into broadcasting and became the news editor of the local commercial radio station, KMFM, which is where I now freelance. Really, I guess I've kind of come to the place that I am now through that love of audio. Uh, I I stopped working for the radio station full time when we had the children. 5 a.m. starts just really don't mix very well with very young babies. So I had to find another way to um, kind of work with that love of audio because I missed it so much. So I started to do kind of editing and bits and, and things at home and freelancing. And uh I also looked at doing some social media management. Um, so that's what I'm now do with my husband. We built up our own business called Big Temp Media. Uh, he's a web designer. He's a journalist as well, but he is now a web designer. And uh, so he takes on kind of designing websites for small businesses. And I look after the social media side of things. And I actually tried to move away again from audio when I started doing that. 
But what I found was that people really liked the audio content that I could create for them from kind of podcasts to audiograms and all that kind of thing. So I guess kind of my my love and my passion keeps coming back to find me, if you like. Um, and so those things have continued as a, as a kind of thread of our business. And I really enjoy kind of creating audio content for people now and, and that can be used across social media in so many different ways and seems to attract quite a lot of attention, really. So, uh, yeah, it's been it's been a roller coaster ride. <laughs> That's great. And and it's very evident in this in the work that I've seen you do your journalism background because uh, I think it's such high quality, uh, high quality productions, whatever it is that you're doing. So, and that's one of the reasons I wanted to have you on here because I think it's a great example of really good quality work that you can do in the voice for space. So, hey, yeah, kudos to you and your and your husband. So that's fantastic. So I want to dive into this. Well, obviously, the the area of voice first technology. How did you first sort of learn about that or get exposed to that voice first world? And how did that go? So I guess this is all down to Twitter, really. Um, being in social media management, I obviously spend quite a lot of time on the social media platforms doing various things um, for my clients. Uh, at the same time, trying to keep up my own channels as well. And uh, I think I'd put something out about some audio work that I was doing on Twitter and I was using kind of the hashtag audio and audio production. And as you do when you're kind of in a space quite regularly on Twitter, I kind of found that other people that were using those hashtags were also starting to tag things with hashtag voice and hashtag voice first. Um, so I clicked through to see what else people were posting under those tags. And uh, I think probably a couple of the first people that I came across that were using it were yourself and Brian Romilly. And I could see that there was this whole new tech world coming towards me, it felt like, um, uh -huh. of voice technology, where the skills and ideas that I had in audio and radio could really fit quite well. Um, and yeah, I'm afraid I got bitten by the voice bug and I just had to know more. Um, and I think there's so many people out there creating such great stuff. And a lot of what I do, obviously, through journalism is about storytelling. It's about trying to find that story, tell that story in a different way. And so I think that's why flash briefings appealed to me, um, because I felt like that was a way that a brand, an individual or business could really tell their story daily and get this kind of um, this very new technology um, working quite, quite quickly. So yeah, it was, it was kind of a bit of a lightning bolt for me really to click through to those things and see what everybody was doing and then start to think, hang on a minute, how can I use this? What can I do to join this space? Um, it's such an exciting place to be. And I just love the community there on Twitter. Um, you know, all of us using the same hashtag, seeing each other in and out every day. I mean, you and I, Terry, we've we've crossed paths on Twitter for probably about a year now. Right. Um, so it's it's really lovely to be part of that. Yeah, I have to echo that. That's really uh, that's really nice. The, the community does seem to be amazing, and it's 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 even though a lot of these people that a lot of these people that are using these hashtags we haven't met in person necessarily. It it feels like you know them and it really is a nice community. So that's something that's really nice about this voice first uh, area. But let's get back to the flash briefing because I know that you created an incredible flash briefing and let's talk a little bit more about that. So why did you decide to create the flash briefing? Tell us a little bit more about your thought process and, and what you're doing with that. Okay, so the flash briefing kind of seemed like um, the best way to kind of try this tech out for myself. Uh, I guess 
I have to say, I only I only got the Alexa dot in, I think it was October last year. So I was one of those people who kind of felt all oh, smart speakers. Oh, I'm not too sure about that. I mean, I'm a real techie geek. I love a bit of gadgetry. <laughs> right. And so it actually seemed a bit odd that I didn't have a smart speaker. But I guess I also had that protective kind of, oh, I'm not sure if it's listening to me. All of those worries and concerns that lots and lots of people have I right. you know I, I, that that really kind of stopped me but once I hooked into this community and could see there were people that were creating things for it I'm afraid my creativity overtook and I just had to get one to find out what people were doing with it and work out how I could get involved and the flash briefing seemed like the simplest way for me to try and work with this technology so of course I've got the the kind of luxury, if you like, of having that audio knowledge and I, I've got a, a home studio set up here. So for me, recording something into the mic wasn't going to be an issue. Um, it was more about learning about the process of it. And I think it was at that that point, everything kind of came together almost magically, because at that point, I think you'd started to promote your flash briefing course. Mm -hmm. um, and I just thought, you know, there's really even now there's not an awful lot out there that tells you how to do things and how to kind of step by step shows you how to do it. There are lots of tutorials on coding. There are lots of tutorials on various things. There's Udemy, there's all these different platforms. But when it comes to the voice stuff at the moment, it is still very, very in its infancy. And there's really not that many people that you can kind of go to and go, oh, how do you do this? Mm -hmm. So with your course being there, I, I bought that course and I went through every step, stage by stage by stage. <laughs> But do you know what? The one thing that really held me back was that in the very beginning of the course, you speak about, OK, so, you know, work out what it is you're going to be flash briefing about. And I remember sending you sending you a message um, right. kind of saying, I, I get all of this and I understand it and it's great, but I've got no idea what I'm what this flash briefing is going to be about. I just could not hit on a subject that I felt I could commit to because you know a flash briefing is a huge commitment we're talking 365 audio files and then rinse and repeat you know you've got right. to have the content there to be able to do it and I just kept falling down at that hurdle of well I was also doing that thing where you think oh well I could do motivational phrases or I could do you know um I, d I don't know an idea for the day all that kind of thing you think no there are so many people out there that are doing it and you know lots of people are already doing them about voice and lots of people are already doing them about this that and the other mm -hmm. so I guess I kind of completed the course but then wasn't actually able to do anything because I didn't have an idea and that's when I met um, a guy called Peter Stewart on Twitter equally through the community right. um, and we were chatting he also has a broadcasting background and I suddenly realized that I just needed to get on and do it. And, and I think we were having a, a, a conversation on the phone and I put the phone down and I, I walked up to my microphone and I just <laughs> literally pressed record and went, what's on the social calendar today, Suze? Oh, it's hashtag purple friday <laughs> okay maybe there's an idea in this i've no idea where that really came from but it was more that where we'd been chatting about what was on twitter what we were following what we were doing and actually when you think back to it me having recounted this again to you just now about using the hashtags that's something that i do do i look on twitter i look at what's happening on the hashtags and so that really seemed to then fit in with this social media um, idea. Right. Um, because I thought, well, there you go. There's an awful lot of people following me who will be social media managers, content creators. And although those kind of hashtag days, 
you know, they're a bit tongue in cheek and, and, you know, you might not want to uh, be kind of adhering to putting something out there every single day on a different one. Um, they are also something that can be fairly useful. Um, so yeah, they're not necessarily the trending hashtags. They're just the, the hashtags that appear on the calendar that are for various, um, causes and awareness days. And it gave me something that would be different every day, um, but also useful to someone that was, that was listening. Um, and, and an idea that I felt was a little bit different. So that's what I went for. And yeah, once I had the idea, everything else kind of fell into place, but it did take me a lot of, um, soul searching and chatting to people that were in the space and finding out what they were doing with it as well before it really kind of clicked. And, and then it just, it just kind of hit me out of the blue, really. <laughs> I, I remember that. I remember you sending me that message in, in the course and saying, I'm not sure what to talk about. And um, there was a little bit of back and forth. But I think you found a, a really neat, a really uh, interesting topic. And every day, it's, it, like you say, it, it's, it's totally different. And I have to, have to give you a shout out, too, because I mean, obviously your, your audio uh, experience and your production is coming into play here because when people listen to this flash briefing, the, the audio production quality of it is incredible. It's really, really well done. So that's fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. That's so nice to to hear that it's um that it's appreciated. It was it's one of the first pieces of actual production that I've ever kind of created properly for myself, I guess. You know, I've been part of a team and I've put ideas forward and things, but this was this was me on my own using kind of garage band and and uh you know, I think you actually mentioned Mike Russell in your course. Um, mm-hmm. We worked together at a radio station previously. So, uh, so yeah, I kind of drew on what I'd learned from from his course as well and, and put all that together. And, yeah, I'm, I am really, really pleased with the way that it sounds. But it's lovely for you to say that. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. And I'm not sure if we actually said the name of the flash briefing. We have to make sure we say that. It's Social Days. Oh, yeah. So Social it Days. Is. It's called Social Days, yes. So people can go and look that up and, and – uh, add it to their their flash briefing. So that's great. So what are you seeing now as the results of the flash briefing? Are you getting some feedback on it? How is it how is it impacting your business? So yeah, it's really interesting how um I've found that lots of the the social media marketers uh who I've met since I've been setting up sort of big tent media and working in this field, um many of them if you know, if they've got a an Alexa device, they are kind of listening into it, which is really great. Um, lots of them, the, the feedback has been good on the fact that it is really short. And I was actually concerned that perhaps it was too short. Um, some of them don't even hit kind of a minute. They they are literally a rundown of what's on the calendar. And then I kind of pull out um, one that might sound kind of a little bit more quirky or odd or might need a bit more explanation and I chat about that for a few seconds and then just kind of round it up with asking people to follow me on on Twitter really um and I was worried that that was too short but it that the the main feedback that I'm getting is actually it's the perfect length because it does exactly what it says on the tin um and I'm really I'm really pleased with that um yeah, and it's also opened lots of kind of opportunities in terms of people coming to me and kind of saying, well, you know, how can they do that themselves? Um, could it be useful to promote their own personal brand or could it be useful to help um, promote a client's business? Um, you know, and all of those kinds of things. And I'm actually going to be speaking at Amazon UK in London on um, in July alongside um, Peter Stewart. We're going to be speaking about flash briefings and kind of 
putting that idea out there to to marketers and content creators that this is something that you know is possible to do and is a way of leveraging this new technology and i think as well you know as i've said flash briefing and voice tech in in general is still very much in its infancy and i think anyone who kind of jumps in there now and finds out about it and starts on this path i think it really will pay dividends in the future really um just this is a first step so yeah i'm really all about empowering other people and educating other people about flash briefings and how they can be used um as an introduction to voice tech which i think we are going to eventually see just about everywhere that's great and i and i and i I mean, you've summed it up very nicely there. Obviously, you know, I believe that it's, I keep saying it's the prime real estate of voice right now. So that's that's fantastic. What? So if somebody comes to you now and they say, you know, okay, I'm interested in this flash briefing. Um, you know, what, what are some of the maybe like main tips that you could give me when I'm sitting at my flash briefing? Are there maybe like one, two, three things that you would say, these are the things you have to do with your flash briefing? So I think it's really important before you even start, and I've touched on it already, um, but just to make sure that you really do have that content there, that you have got an idea that has got 365 ideas within it and more. Um, I think, secondly, you need to double check whether or not you really have the time to do it, because as well as the content commitment, there's also the time commitment. It is something that you need to update each day. Um you know, Amazon themselves are kind of saying that people that don't update their flash briefing or their skills, they're seeing a kind of drop off rate in um, the enablement. And I think, you know, the beauty of these things is that it's really easy to enable a flash briefing or a skill by voice. You you just ask Alexa to enable social days. Equally, it's really easy to disable it in exactly the same way. So I think everybody needs to be very aware that there is this kind of commitment to doing it if you're going to go into it. Um the other thing I would say is is don't wait until you have the most amazing setup to do it. You know, I've mentioned that I've got a home studio, but that is totally and utterly not necessary for you to be able to record a flash briefing. You know, that's not what it's about. Um, there are lots of, you know, really good, um, inexpensive uh, USB mics that you can use to record into your laptop. You can even use the voice memos um, app on your phone if you want to. If it's about getting started, you know, there are enough barriers in the way in the world. Don't put any more in your way. If you want to do it and you want to start doing it, then actually um, the equipment that you've already got is great. And if your briefing grows and is able to kind of fund itself in any way, then, you know, you can start to put whatever you earn back from that into new equipment and into building it all up. So I'd, I would, um, I'd probably say if you want to do it, then just do it. <laughs> I agree a hundred percent with everything that you said. Yeah, that's, that's, that's really great. And you're a perfect example of that. It's uh, it's fantastic. So, um, I think we should wrap it up there. Thanks so much for, for all the information. I'm sure the listeners will get a ton out of everything that you've shared with us. Um, Tell us a little bit more or just tell us a little bit about where people can go to learn more about what you're doing and your flash briefing. Yeah, so I'm um, mostly around on Twitter most of the time, it has to be said. So you can find me at Big Tent Social um, and I'm 
always happy to talk voice tech um my dms are open and, and stuff so do kind of drop by and say hello that would be really great um yeah enabling the flash briefing that can be done via the alexa skills store or as i say just ask alexa enable social days um and kind of add it to your flash briefing and your routine and uh, yeah i'm over on linkedin as well suze cooper s-u-z-e cooper and the website is www.bigtent.media Awesome. And you know what? Before you go, I have to plug one more thing. You are going to be the keynote speaker for a very special event coming up. Do you just want to tell us about that? Yes, yes, I am. So yeah, this is going to be an online conference that's happening in October. Um, I'm kind of still quite taken away by the fact that I've been asked to do this, but I will be keynoting alongside some really, really awesome and amazing people that I have really been... um, blown away by myself you know Emily Binder yourself so many people there um on that list that are going to be involved in this so uh, it's all arranged by um Bradley Metrock and uh yeah it's it's happening in October it's all online and I'm looking forward to to being the keynote speaker fantastic and I'll, I'll make sure that we put links to all of that stuff as well so great well, Suze, thanks so much for spending some time with uh, with myself and with the listeners. It's really, really appreciated. You're doing some incredible work. And uh, what can I say? I look forward to staying in touch with you and continuing to tune in to Social Days. Excellent. Thanks so much, Terry. All right. I hope you enjoyed that interview. Suze is doing some incredible work with her flash briefing, Social Days, so I encourage you to check it out. As I mentioned, Social Days is part of the briefcast.fm network. You can check out the network and you can see all of the uh, flash briefings that are part of that network that are really some of the top quality flash briefings that are out there. In fact, some of the people that Suze mentioned in this uh, podcast, Peter Stewart, Emily Binder, uh, they're part of the network and it's, uh, it's a network that is growing And if you've got a flash briefing, by the way, that you feel would be a good fit for the network, I'd love for you to get in touch with me. Another resource that I want to make you aware of, again, is uh, the Voice of the Flash Briefing online event. This is the one that Suze is going to be the keynote speaker. There are some incredible speakers lined up, and I feel very fortunate as well to be uh, part of that event. It's going to be a lot of fun. You're going to learn a ton about flash briefings. So if you're interested in that, uh, make sure to check out the link as well. And of course, I will have all of the links uh, to everything that we talked about on the show note page at alexaincanada.ca slash 83. And finally, here's a little teaser. We are approaching the 500th episode of the Flash Briefing Voice in Canada. And I am doing something completely different for this. This is something that I'm extremely excited about. And if you want to see something new with flash briefings, make sure that you have subscribed and enable Voice in Canada as well because when the episode number hits 500, we're going to have some fun and there will even be some opportunity to earn some prizes. So stay tuned for that. All right. Again, big thank you to Suze. She's doing incredible work and I feel very fortunate to have uh, met her through Twitter and now having her as a, uh, a big, big important part of the flash briefing network. Uh, it's fantastic. Have a great week, everyone, and I will speak to you very soon. Check out the links at alexaincanada.ca slash 83. She's got skills.